Wisdom, the final frontier to true knowledge. Welcome to Wisdom Trek, where our mission is to create a legacy of wisdom, to seek out discernment and insights, to boldly grow where few have chosen to grow before. Hello, my friend. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your captain on our journey to increase wisdom and create a living legacy. Thank you for joining us today as we explore wisdom on our second millennium of podcast. This is day 1076 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective of today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the cultures of the author. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays, reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. We are often taught or think that demonic beings in the New Testament are fallen angels that have sinned with Satan. But what does the Bible say? In today's essay, we will explore passages that cover When Angels Do Time. Most Bible study resources describe fallen angels as demons who joined Lucifer in his rebellion against God. But what if I told you the only place in the New Testament that describes angels sinning, it does not call them demons, has no connection to Lucifer, and has the angels in jail? Welcome to the world of 2 Peter and Jude. Let me read two verses. First, I'll read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell, in the gloomy pits of darkness, where they are being held until the day of judgment. And in Jude, verse 6. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of the authority that God gave them, but left the place where they belong. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. So we see that 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and Jude, verse 6 are nearly identical in their description of the angels doing time. But there are differences that help us to figure out what in the spiritual world is going on. Jude, verse 6 defines what 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 means by the angelic sin. The sinning angels left the place where they belonged. 2 Peter doesn't say that they were in cahoots with Satan or that they did anything in Eden. It tells us that they left their designated realm of existence and did something in another realm. But what did they do? Both 2 Peter and Jude compare the sins of the angels with the Sodom and Gomorrah incident, where the sin involved was sexual immorality. And to see this, check 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 7 and Jude, verse 7. 2 Peter also connects it to the time of Noah. There's only one sin involving a group of angelic beings in the entire Bible and it coincides with Noah, and it is sexual in nature. Let me read the incident in Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Then the people began to multiply on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women, and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with the humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For wherever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. 
two features and passages in 2 Peter and in Jude point to Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. First, sons of God is a specific phrase used elsewhere in the Old Testament of angelic beings. And this can be found in Job chapter 1, verse 6, Job chapter 2, verse 1, Job chapter 38, verse 17, Psalms chapter 89, verse 6, and Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8. Second, both 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4, and Jude, verse 6, explicitly tells us what happens to the angels. God has kept them securely chained in the prison of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. While it is true that Genesis chapter 6 verses 1 through 4 never tells us what happens to the sons of God who sinned, Jewish writings from between the Testaments do. All Jewish writings that comment on Genesis chapter 6 verses 1 through 4 agree that the angelic beings who had sinned were bound and thrown into the netherworld. And this can be found in passages such as 1 Enoch chapter 18 verse 14 through 19 verse 3. Most English translations in these ancient documents say the angels were thrown into hell. The most frequent translation is the Greek word Hades. However, 2 Peter has the angelic beings thrown into Tartarus, or the Hebrew word Tapropak. This is the name of the prison of the divine giants of the classical Greek stories, Hesiod Theogony. Jewish writers also use the word for a dark, gloomy netherworld. While these passages are certainly strange, they telegraph that angelology and demonology are much more complex than we might think. They are also the key to understanding Genesis chapter 6 verses 1 through 4, which are tied to the New Testament doctrine of baptism. And that will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue in the New Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, Tough Love. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 1,075 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on your favorite podcast player so that each day will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, Learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.